Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. What up, y'all? It's T-Bop from Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Now, we're a college football show, but... I'm a massive NBA fan. Now, I'm a Pelicans fan, which can be a trying existence at times. And well, the news about Zion's been no fun lately, but whatever. I love the NBA, right? And if you love the NBA, there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. But why, T-Bob? Well, the app is safe, secure. It's easy to use. Uh, FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and you know stuff going on all the time. Uh, when you win, very importantly, you get paid fast. And FanDuel has lots of ways to play, okay? Spread money line over-unders, totals, player props, individual same-game parlays, multi-game parlays. It's all there with the live betting. It doesn't matter if you're running up late. You got to your party late. You're hanging out with the fellas, the girlfellas, whatever the point is. Live betting, I mean, you can jump right in. You can bet with your friends, and you too can be cheered for these same things. So what are you waiting for, okay? Download the FanDuel app today, and let's start to make every moment more with FanDuel. Promo code SNAPS. 21 or older in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NY. Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com RG. Colorado, Indiana, Minnesota, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 53342, Arizona. 1 888 789 or visit slash chat in Connecticut. 1 800 9 with it, Indiana. 1 800 522 4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. 
Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP, Louisiana. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org, Maryland. 1-800-522-4700, Wyoming. Or visit www.1800gambler.net, West Virginia. and welcome in to a brand new episode of snaps uh this is your favorite or at least i hope it's your favorite daily college football podcast uh i am one of your hosts t bob Abier, joined as always by qb1 aaron murray aaron uh what's up my friend how you feeling today man i'm feeling really really good t oh, yeah. uh, i know you're feeling really good got some body Feel work great. today um yep I shot a 75, 75. Oh, what the fuck? So I feel really, yeah. I told you, I told T-Bob this entire week, I've been doing it for two weeks now, I eat lunch and do a lot more stretching Japanese style. So legs crossed on the ground and my hips feel so good right now. Uh, And I was hitting the crap out of the golf ball. And it's good and bad because like I feel really good, but now I'm depressed because I can't play golf for like two weeks because of the vasectomy on Monday now. So like, it's Oh like no. Tease. Right. Like, when you're entering I'm, I'm like in a really prime. good spot. Yeah. Oh. As I'm entering my prime, I got to be put on the bench for two weeks. So I'm like, do I call and cancel the vasectomy because of like, what's more important a vasectomy or the golf game? I mean, it's golfing season. It's 80 degrees mm. outside. Sharon will so literally kill you. If you reschedule uh, the vasectomy. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The the vasectomy is um it it it, it has to be done. But congrats Okay, I thought I lost over a second. Congrats on the seventy five though, dude. Uh that's incredible. Yeah. So it's like three over, right? Like a legit yeah, three over. Three over. Yeah. Holy crap, man. Um yeah, I'm excited for us to get day. to play when you come in town uh to baton rouge uh if only you were an lsu football alumnus and you could come play uh that friday at the alumni golf tournament um but oh, alas i don't think uh i don't think i'm actually able to go either because it is my daughter's actual birthday that day so but uh, congrats on the 75 um oh shit i will we'll, we'll 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 hash that out when 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 we get there um that's a good point i hadn't really thought about that uh okay so today on stamps it's thursday these are generally pretty chill shows fun shows kind of mess around shows and uh but you know what sometimes the news cycle provides and this time provided in the in the guise of swarbrick uh the um the ad uh for notre dame athletics jack swarbrick going and and notre dame president john jenkins wrote an op-ed in the new york times that basically laments the current state of college athletics but like laments it in some like ridiculously old school and kind of just like ah, mm, hmm. i hate i um I, I i hate to do this uh-huh. because i feel like aaron i feel like the same way that a lot of this conversation, like one side sounds like old man yelling at the clouds. I feel like a lot of times the other side can sound like, like, fuck it all. Let's burn it down. Like, oh, we got to change everything. And, 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 and honestly, um, you know, I feel like most of us are probably somewhere in the middle, but I, I guess we'll get into it. But like, when I kind of view the system that we're operating under today, it kind of is in the middle. Like, like it's actually evolved yeah. to a, pretty good spot where 
we have the college feeling that we all know and love and because these schools are competing that we went to so we like have skin in the game and all this sort of stuff and it's not just like a pure minor league because again who the fuck gives it who cares about minor ah crap uh dropped an f-bomb too early in the stream uh but like who cares about like um, i have a confession yeah i have lied to you about the timing of the uh then you can say an f-bomb so you can't say it at all no, you can say it much earlier. I'm just not telling you what that time is because you look at the clock. <laughs> but you, I'm just letting you know yourself. Well, he already dropped something. He dropped something about three minutes ago, too. So Did I? You know, okay, okay. My bad, yeah, y'all. My bad. I'm feeling very loose. Show. I'm feeling very loose. Yeah. He was like still very, he's awesome. still in the window. He's still fine. Shout out my girl, Crystal Poche. She's working on my body. Aaron, I am undoing a lifetime worth of physical trauma, okay? I don't think us football players always appreciate how our body kind of holds on to that trauma. And mm -hmm. it's literally getting unlocked and it feels incredible. And it's funny because I heard accident. Ricky Williams. It's a car accident. Yeah, exactly. And I heard Ricky Williams talking about this one time and I was very skeptical. I was like, ah, this sounds a little Eastern for me, even though I'm pretty open to Eastern philosophy sorts of stuff. And, um, and now I'm hooked. I mean, I, I'm just absolutely hooked. You I feel like a lot of weed? Um, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, there's a bear shit in the woods and eat blueberries to get fattened up for winter. Like, I mean, that's been my entire life. That, that, that is the only time I wasn't was when I, I mean, was you, in college yeah. and we got drug tested constantly. Uh, can we have a true circle moment? Did y'all have legitimate drug tests at Georgia? Oh yeah. Because we did Dude. like our, they yeah. were out to get us. You could mm -hmm. not get away with smoking weed. And then I would talk no. to guys at other schools and like, I knew a buddy at Arkansas where they told them ahead of time they were getting tested. Uh, so you could like line up some sort of fake pee. I know Alabama was pretty friendly in terms of their rules. Did they so, actually try to bust y'all? So they were friendly in the sense of like, they went after a group of people who they knew weren't smoking and just kept oh, calling them over wow. and over again. No so like, but they were sort of like me, like I wasn't smoking in college. So like yeah. they kept calling and over again but there was a time where they called it one of our starters that we all knew it was funny it's after practice you know we're all huddled up we're exhausted it's a wednesday practice and uh ron corson our trainer comes up and says all right after practice immediately after practice yep. don't take off your shoulder pads yeah you need to come report essentially right to the you know our, our offices uh we need so and so so and so and so and so and we're all like uh-oh uh-oh yeah, uh -oh. like, oh, wait, no, no, no. We know this even, guy blows even, down. <laughs> even, the even the coaches are like, uh, this is awkward. They're, like, pulling, they're pulling one of those. No, 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 stop, stop, stop. So did he end up, uh, did he end up failing? Uh, I, I I don't think he did, which was a big surprise. Okay. I don't know what happened. Yeah, there was again, a lot, there so was a lot of like, like had there was a lot of discussions after there was a lot of discussions afterwards of people huddling in corners talking. Uh, so I don't know exactly what happened. Uh, that was like yeah, 10 years ago. So yeah. no one can be in trouble Classic. now. It was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Classic. Uh, so no, y'all were one of the schools then with the lax policy. Uh, we were fucked. Like they would, it was completely random or She's they would do the opposite LSU. and they would go after the people who they thought were smoking. And then, um, again, like the same thing as you described, it's, it's, you know, it's straight from either like the weight room or the practice field and you have, you cannot leave their site essentially until you end up peeing in a cup. 
And there was no covering anything up. I mean, it was in like we had, I mean, I mean, look at Tyron Matthew. They freaking kicked Tyron Matthew off the team oh. for smoking weed. Now, granted, I think Tyron would tell you that it ended up being a very good thing for him. And he, and you know, he has owned all of that very publicly, but who the hell kicks Tyron Matthew off the team yeah. in a year when you're trying to win the national championship? What? Like, what are we doing here? Why can't we it, kick him off just... before the SC championship game when we played you guys? That would be nice. <laughs> I mean, he won us that game. Yeah. Straight up, dude. How about those game. butt returns, dude? You know, you know, you know that our offense didn't even yeah, get a first down there. in the first half. Yeah. Uh, not oh, a single first down in the first half of that game. You also didn't cross the 50 yard line in the national championship afterwards. So, well, you know what the common denominator is? Um, at that point in the season, Miles, uh, for whatever reason, had kind of bailed on your boy a little bit. I didn't get to play in the first half of the SEC championship. As soon as I went in, two touchdown drives, I didn't get to play in the national championship. So, again, you know, mm. correlation doesn't always equal causation, but sometimes it does. Okay. Uh, real talk, Miles is just so in his head that he like his asshole got so tight that it just created the worst offense of all time, and it happened at the worst part of the season. So whatever, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I, I guess this is a long kind of sojourn to say that um, yes, I I'm actually a medicinal marijuana card holder, Aaron. Thank you very much. So I buy mm-hmm. legal pharmaceutical marijuana, actually grown at LSU. And the greatest of nice. all ironies, it has LSU awesome. agriculture right there on the. Uh, yeah, but the kids on, still on, get on drug tested, though. It's still illegal. Yes, I guess yes. it's against. Yeah, it's still against the rules for the student athletes. I would be no, no, for sure, for sure. I would be very interested to see how legitimate the. Um, I wonder how legitimate it is nowadays. If if compliance yeah. is still as intense as it was in my day, like it was so well known that it's just it's just so. For me, like in a, in a state like Louisiana, which I mean, yeah. I'm walking around New Orleans getting high, just you know, secondhand. Yeah, that, we're a sin that, state. Yeah, you are a sin state. That you like the kids can't if it's legal, the, the kids can't smoke. It's crazy. It's legal that the kids smoke. It's legal. Yeah. No. Look. I mean. Look. I. I. I agree with you. I. I. I will say especially this, in a state right? like Louisiana that is let's call them loose alcohol restrictions, depending yeah. on the part of the state you're in. Loose yeah. borderline, loose everything alcohol laws, and then like again, New Orleans exists there, and of course now gambling is legal. No, we're, that's what I'm saying. We are a sin state. Like like a lot of our economy comes from sin taxes, right? Taxes yeah. on tobacco, alcohol, gambling, like all 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 uh, all this sort of stuff. Greg Hendricks, did they literally watch you piss? Yes, yes. absolutely. Yes. You cannot be gun shy. See the birthmark at your penis. Yes. Even though the most intense one I ever had was in the NFL, where at least like in college, it was just, you know, just piss in front of me and I'm going to stare at your dick. In the NFL, it was pull your shirt up, like to like basically hold your shirt under your neck, drop your pants around your ankle, and like hands up piss. It was, uh, or I guess what? not hands up because you had to hold the cup. Listen, that's it aggressive. Was, what are you busy into, bro? It was is he holding was, the cup too. It was the most. I've never it had was that. The most invasive. Uh, it was when I was with the Rams. The most invasive drug test I've I've ever had wow. in my life. Like the worst he is when they like well they been holding my dick. Yeah, like off season, come to your house, knock on your door, eight a.m. in the morning. Hey, welcome. You know, let's go take a piss for me, kind of thing. You're just like, wow, really? Like you're coming to my house in March to, to do a piss test. 
Isn't that weird though? Where isn't in the NFL like if you pass like in the window, if you pass the one test, yep. then you don't get You're tested good. for street drugs again. So really, it's yep. more of like a hey, can you be a professional, right? Like, like, can well, and they also tell you when the window is. They're like, yes, for the next two I mean. months, you'll get tested once. Yeah. If you pass, you're fine for the rest of the year until that that window opens up again. Which is like, yeah, always amazed me that guys would be like that undisciplined that you couldn't just not <laughs> smoke for like a month, literally yeah. a month. The NFL just wanted to say, hey, we test our guys to make sure they're not smoking marijuana. They don't care. They don't. They didn't give a damn. They literally told you. Here's 30 days where yeah. we're saying you will get tested one time. Don't screw up. And guys would still screw up somehow. I'm just like, so, oh, so that is kind God. of the genius of the NFL design, oh. right? Is that yeah. it is, it is a personal responsibility test. Like they don't yeah. actually care if you smoke weed. It's just, no. can you be an adult and can you be professional enough to take care of your business? And then, cause look, I think in terms of recovery, in terms of relaxation, I think it's um, very good for you. I, th I think it's, I think it's as, as someone who just did awful binge drinking, throughout college um like it's it's i think it's much better for you to sit there uh smoke some marijuana and play uh like fifa all night than it is to go and get like blackout at a frat party and wake up the next day with your body feeling like you have literally poisoned it uh, but whatever now i just sound like classic stoner guy being like alcohol is worse than weed so whatever i mean i i feel like at this point we just hold these truths to be self-evident like i i don't need to be banging this drum anymore uh, the, the company has uh, accepted this. Um, Andy J says T-Bob was Tommy boy of LSU. Uh, it's not too far off. Uh, certainly not. Um, Chris Farley is one of my muses and party Bob purple pants was uh, my alter ego. Actually coined by uh, Zach Mentenberger back in the day. Hey. Um, okay. Hey, before we get into this ridiculous take by Notre Dame's leadership, um, we can all, oh, oh, Brum, I also want you to bring, get that DJ Fluker video ready because we talked about Cam Newton's comeback. We have to talk about DJ Ooh. Fluker's comeback because I have never seen somebody, uh, look as intimidating as DJ. I don't know if it's going to be good at football, but this man's the scariest nah, looking individual I've ever seen in my entire life. It looks yeah. incredible. Uh, oh, and then, and then Aaron, um, congrats to you. It is basically guaranteed that CJ Stroud's going to the Panthers now at this point, right? Yeah. Did you see all the images yeah. coming out of Pro Day? Frank Reich is oh. basically a member of the Stroud family already. Well, I didn't realize this too. It's funny. So I was with Frank for a year in Philadelphia and an incredible human being, great man, uh, knows the game, knows offenses. But every quarterback that he's coached is like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, uh, oh, oh, so he's like – very yeah. much not in because you're not seeing his coach say he's like right. oh height doesn't really matter height doesn't really matter and, he, and it shows like a diagram of every single quarterback that he's coached <laughs> and they're all like six four it's like it's like Andrew Law Carson Wentz um, so so he's yeah, literally like, playing on every male's insecurities right where like yeah. uh you you always hear girls like oh size doesn't matter size doesn't matter but you never actually believe that and it's because no. of guys like Frank Reich who says yeah. size doesn't matter, but then he clearly values size over everything. Yeah. Well, he's uh, a big guy too, and he played quarterback. So like he 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 knows the advantages of a, being a bigger guy in yeah. the league because he took the pounding, the being in the pocket, all that. So like 
there's no way in hell that he's going to draft a 5'10 quarterback. So you're a pretty big guy. Do you think Frank Reich no, would not. have considered you big or small? I think you're bigger small. than people give you credit for, though, right? No, I mean, you're, you're six foot. I'm six six foot. Six oh, foot. Six hell yes, dude. I was with Frank. I was with Frank for a year, but I was a backup. Wait, okay. So so Mario or Danny told me, Brum, that this was used in some sort of pitch at the volume for something. Who was this image sent to? I remember taking this selfie to try to emulate Chris Farley's face. This was an internal presentation about snaps to the volume team. <laughs> and it was wow. uh what yes. and it was the opening slide of what we want the show to be. And it Oh my god. Yeah, have we are we uh, hit the uh, expectations? I think that question is self answer is self evident, and I think if you can yeah. look zoom in there, you see the quote "Every risk is risky" by Aaron Murray. Every risk is my favorite oh, yeah. quote. Let's go, dude. Uh, so for those listening on podcasts, I apologize. Um, you, you can always watch the show, youtube.com slash the volume. There is a photoshopped image of me and Aaron as uh, Chris Farley and David Spade in Tommy Boy. And it is, uh, it's it's truly fantastic. It makes me very happy. Um, I'll Good never forget. Jacket. Yeah, I mean, Tom, Tommy Boy, that, that combination of Spade and Farley, one of the great comedic mm-hmm. tag teams of all time. Um, okay, so C.J. Stroud is going to the Panthers. Where does that mean that Bryce Young is going? Because I would almost bet anything that Anthony Richardson's going to the Colts. Uh, or, I mean, Colts fans are in love with him. Ursay seems like a guy that could fall in love with Richardson. He's going to the Texans. To do whatever the hell he wants. The Texans need a quarterback. Okay, so, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, that, so I was yeah. just trying to remember the order off the top of my head. So it's going to be Stroud, Young, and then uh, Richardson at four. Who's at three? No. I would. I, I, what I've been hearing three is, is the, the Cardinals, four is the Will. Colts, five is the Seahawks. Okay, so Cardinals are probably going to go like Will Anderson. Oh, yeah, the, yeah the, or the flip. Or the flip. They'll try. Yeah, they'll I think up. Seattle. Our boy, our, our 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 boss man. When we did our quarterback breakdown, made a great point about Seattle, and this was actually before Geno signed his extension. Seattle would be a great spot for Anthony Richardson because I don't think there would be pressure for him to start in the first couple of years. You just signed Geno to a couple-year extension. He played well last year. You can kind of let him just sit there and I would say give him one, two years. Oh, Anthony Richardson in Seattle spot. makes all the sense in the world. That, that would actually probably be his best spot. Also because Bye for the um, best part. Seattle actually secretly – has loved running quarterbacks as their backups, right? Didn't they have Seneca Wallace forever? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm blanking. Like, there's there, there's been a run of him. Okay, I had not considered. So you don't think Indy, though? You don't think Indy's just going to take him, though, before Seattle gets a chance? I think I think Indy likes Levis, or they'll pick a defensive guy. Um, to be clear, think- <laughs> go ahead, sorry. No, I think Indy's in a situation where they need more of a you know potential starter because they didn't re-sign Matt Ryan. I think they're looking for a potential starter day one, and they know Anthony Richardson is not a day one starter. Like I said, Seattle's more than a situation where, hey, man, we can let this kid sit for two years, let Geno do his thing, um, and then you know give him the reins in, in, in two years, hopefully, or his third year, and let him go. So, I mean, to me, that's the perfect situation for him. It's perfect situation for, for, for Seattle. It's just a matter of, you know, will the Colts get him? But like I said, I, I just – to me, the Colts are in more need of a, a potential starter year one. And I think they'd be so naive to think that'd be Anthony. To be clear, 
giant white guy fits way more in Indianapolis and their quarterback lineage than does Anthony Richardson. But I do have a buddy that works in um, – uh, he works in the organization, not in the front office, right? But he works in the organization. And not that this means anything, the local – fan base is head over heels for Anthony Richardson, I think, mm -hmm. at this point, at four. They have fallen in love with the unicorn nature, with the physicality, the relative athletic score, the 40, the bomb arm. Um, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what uh what, what ends up happening. They're too close. They're too close to it all because of the, the combine being in Indianapolis too uh, close yeah. to it. Take a step back. Oh yeah, no, they were they were actually the literal around town. Yeah. Yeah. When he was throwing the ball on air, there were Colts fans in the stadium going crazy. Yeah, way too close to it. Colts fans, it's about game tape, not the combine. I know it's hard for you because it's your pride and joy because it's right there in Lucas Oil and you get to go to it and you kind of feel the energy and all the excitement because they make it such a big circus. Combine is way down the list, so don't do it. Please don't do it. Take, a, um, take, take Jalen Carter – Crap the bed and then get a quarterback next year, Colts. So I was going to ask, where where are we with Jalen Carter right now? Dude, he's slipping. He's slipping. I still think he's. I think he's the best. Wait, defensive we never we never talked about it on snaps because I think we were out. How the hell, Aaron? After all this, did that man show up not in good enough shape to finish his pro day workout? And I, I it's a tiring workout. Like they try yep. to exhaust you to during you. those workouts to to see how tough you are. How in the hell would so much on the line and so much that he's trying to prove wrong after this recent run of news, how in the world did he not show up in shape? Just distracted and and probably emotional too. I mean, let's let's That's fair. I said this when we did the show afterwards. Like it you act like this kid because he's some he's some elite football player, badass defense lineman that just wants to kill quarterbacks, that he doesn't have a soul, that he's not going to be That's affected fair. by the loss of You're a right. of, of, of of a teammate and, and him yeah, being right. part of the reason why that happened. Like, I mean, honestly, like if I was him, like it'd be hard for me to fucking sleep at night, you know? Yeah. Like, it is. It's, 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 it's not, I know what he did after the accident was kind of screwed up, you know, fleeing, but there's a lot of regret about that, that whole two hours. And I'm sure that is eating him up. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to use that as an excuse. I mean, and I think it's a pretty no, good No, no, no. I think, I, think, I think you're right. I, I, I hate even painting that as an excuse. That's just called having basic human empathy. Yeah. Here I have to take a look in the mirror where I guess I've just been doing this so long that I've become what I hated the most, just classic sports talk guy, only viewing things through a sports lens and not actually applying uh, human emotion to the, to the math there. So... That makes all sense to the world. Um, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll be interested to see what ends up happening because he's still the best defensive he, player in the draft. He's still the best defensive player in the draft. There's no he, doubt he about still that. Currently, had plus five hundred to be the first defensive player drafted. Shout out, Fanduel. Okay, yeah. feels like I mean, a chance Arizona goes for him. Like that's not a that's kind of not a bad bet there from Fanduel, uh, but. Hmm. I, I and and never forget Jalen Carter had the coolest sack celebration of all time when he lifted up Jaden Daniels in the air like a child and held up the number one. Like I don't know um, what's the defensive line award? Is it uh, the Ben Eric's linebacker? Right? Wow, what's the D line? 
uh, whatever it is, they need to change the trophy to Jalen Carter holding like just one player holding another while holding up the number one because it's the coolest fits of line move that you've ever seen as uh, as 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 you're in your entire life. Um, all right, that's enough about Rich and enough about quarterbacks. Even though it looks like that entire situation is starting to clear up a little bit. Um, and again, bro, I'm get that DJ Fluker ready to roll here in a little bit. So, uh, in case you missed it. I have that video whenever you're ready. Um, All right. Well, then let's go ahead and hit the – no, we're going to hit the video at the end. We're going to hit the video at the end. Love it. So in case you missed it, it was um, Jack Swarbrick, who is the AD of Notre Dame, and who is – and the president, John Jenkins, wrote an op-ed for the New York Times lamenting the current state of college athletics, and I'll read you an excerpt here, a couple of excerpts. This comes from uh, an article written by Andy Staples in The Athletic. Uh, quote, Congress too, and, and they're talking about what, what, what they would like to see in the NCAA. Congress too must act to resolve conflicting state regulations, clarify that our athletes are students, not employees, and give the NCAA the ability to enact and enforce rules for fair recruiting and compensation. Professional athletics must play a role too. Though baseball and hockey allow players to go pro right after high school, the NBA age requirement for draft eligibility forces most of the highly talented players to attend one year of college. The NFL offers no alternative to intercollegiate football until a player has been out of high school for at least three years. Both policies push talented young players to enroll in college regardless of whatever they have interest, regardless of whether they have interest in the educational experience it offers. To ensure that players arrive at college only after making an informed choice and a real commitment to learning, we urge the NFL to establish a minor league alternative for young players. Similarly, we hope that the NBA and its players union, in accordance with the 2018 Commission on College Basketball, use the upcoming contract negotiations to eliminate the one-and-done rule and allow 18-year-olds to proceed directly to the league. Guys, I thought this was an article about saving college athletics. Swarbrick and Jenkins want to ruin it. What? Yeah. Like, like that's why I'm saying we have the best of both worlds because we have a literal badass minor league system where now the, the, the labor can be paid, but it is still wrapped up with college. It is still wrapped up with, um, you know, fight songs and student sections and, 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 and having, you have to go to class. Yeah. And going to class, like, like what, what are they actually arguing for here? The, the only, the only, the only way that the, the feel will, change to the extreme where this would actually become a minor leagues if you told the kids like you know what don't go to if you don't want to go to class doesn't matter if you want to fail out doesn't matter as long as you come here to play football you'll continue to get paid through our collective or deals and you can continue to play for the three years and then go to the nfl like there is still the thought process of academics are still at the core of this like you have to pass your classes you have to be going towards some degree in order to stay on campus or you're out and then yeah then you can maybe sit out or transfer to somewhere else and see if you can make it there but um there is a component of academics which makes it that you talked about the the other aspects of of being a college football player or or college athlete um the whole thing is a mess you and i both know this 
I, I'm for getting kids paid. I know you give me crap all the time. I'm all for getting kids paid. I just want it to be done in a yeah, way you, that's not sketchy as hell. Help, you literally help kids. Yeah, get I paid. literally have paid. You have an help entire business. a million dollars. I have a business <laughs> based off this. That give. I, we've given kids over a million dollars. So like, <laughs> oh, nice. Like, I'm all for it. It's good for business. Yeah. Um, but I, I just want it done in a way that isn't. You know, a GoFundMe slimy, go get all the biggest donors and, 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 you know, find a way to entice high school kids and, and transfer kids to come to your school. Like, that's not what it was intended for. That's what it's turned into. Shame on the decision makers for not thinking ahead to that. But honestly, I don't think many people thought it would become like that. Like, I didn't. I didn't really hear a lot of media people when it, when it first came out. In your mind, did you think it would turn into the crap show that it's turned into? I just thought like this is pretty awesome. Good for the kids. They can go out there and make money now. Like that's that like I didn't no. let it I didn't let my mind wander to this could get to the point right now where people some people are regretting making this decision. No, I mean I absolutely thought that we were going to end up here, but okay, and, and let's be clear, um I'm a general studies major, okay? A five-star general but a general studies major so um my econ classes do not go beyond like you know whatever the second econ class that you take is so allow me to use my high school understanding of economics to where uh no i i, I think that um I, I think that I did kind of expect it to be so crazy and, and wild, wild west because we knew that it was going to be controlled by state legislatures. But the thing is, I believe that this is kind of how a marketplace is born, right? Markets are born into chaos. And then isn't it like Adam Smith that talks about the guiding hand or the invisible hand or something along that lines where the market eventually figures out a way to regulate itself? And I think that's what Jacks, uh, Jenkins and Swarbrick are getting at, right? The bottom line to me is it sounds like they feel like the disparity in recruiting and compensation offered to players, that that is what is going to break college football. And, 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 and I've talked about in the past. To me, sure. all of this is going to lead to a concentration of power because the places that have the most emotional buy-in have the most economic buy-in, and that leads to direct um, results on the field. Where I just split so hard from Swarbrick and Jenkins is they seem to be living in this fantasy land where uh, they're, they're going to get college athletics to go back to the 1950s where it's all about education and and because but like the thing about that at the time is professional sports weren't necessarily a viable career path for for the origins of the ncaa so it, it was truly playing like for love of the game now you're playing because you want to make the nfl but where i split is that line about the that the congress needs to double down that student athletes are not employees why why are they not employees they work more for the school than the vast majority of the employees do. Like you put in yeah. more than 40 hour work weeks when it's all considered. Yeah. And if you want to regulate things like compensation and, and put in more recruiting rules, when it declaring the, them employees getting into some, and again, not a lawyer. So maybe, maybe this, 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 this legal mountain of work is just too intense to even think about it's tackling. No, no, for sure. Title but, but but I would imagine compensating all this all it's it's a headache. I would imagine that if you were to try to get some si some sort of codified rule set 
that everybody is going to to try to even the playing field among the major and again it would probably be among the major college football powers right uh, some would be left out out of that agreement but i think that like that path probably involves making them employees and getting into things like collective bargaining agreements and yeah. to me that is the natural evolution of a market that's like the the invisible hand yeah. kind of self-correcting from the chaos this idea that you're going to put uh pandora back in the box um it's 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 absurd to the point of of being like at it's like willfully ignorant like the, the fact that swarbrick and jenkins people this smart people who have benefited greatly off of having an nbc television contract work over a hundred million dollars that they would get out here and put these words into print is kind of just the height of absurdity to me. Like uh, you, you want to have your cake and eat it too. You want to make all that money off the TV contract, uh, but you don't want to pay the labor. Of course, it's, they've been doing it forever though. T-Bob, they've been making yeah. all the money forever and the kids haven't gotten anything. Like they, they, the, why, why do they want to change when they're the ones making the money, when the universities are making an absolute killing as the players are the ones going out there doing the work. So the, the question becomes, you know, a couple of things like how long would the process take? Obviously there's, you know, there's, there's hundreds of student athletes at each university. You, you deal with obviously different genders. How do you, how do you make it fair where everyone's happy at the end of the day, if you do go this route um, and then would it change that much? Like are fans so invested in their college being great that even if there was some sort of collective bargaining deal where kids are making revenue off the TV deal. Just say like, just put numbers, for example. Say every kid I know as a student athlete, I'm going to make at least 50K a year because of our deal, our conferences deal with ESPN, Disney, NBC, ABC, Fox, whatever. Do you think that would slow down these big time boosters still from essentially funneling money to these players to, to still entice recruits to come to their, their school? Would that would it slow uh, that down? No, would that be what it would I, no, take I mean, to slow down? I I I I feel like it's impossible for me to know or to say because I feel like money is like water, right? It's always going to find a way. But why don't we have this um, issue in the NFL? Why why is this issue not in the NFL? Because the you that get, much greater. You don't know. You don't get to choose where you go. You get no free drafted. agency does. Uh, yeah, certainly. But but first you get drafted, right? And yeah, once you I get know. drafted to a team, they're always going to have the inside track on re-signing you. And okay, mm -hmm. I can get all the endorsements that I possibly want, but um, it's fine because I am under contract with this team. So like, I would say that is the core difference between uh, the NFL and college. How about is there's that like this, this billionaire, billionaire in New York that's a big Giants fan that says, hey, um, Odell. Come, come, come to New York. Come back to New York. We miss you. You sign with the Giants. I'll also give you a a, a ten million dollar deal. I mean, why, I mean, why, yeah. Why, look, if, why, if if the Giants were into that, that could definitely happen. Um, yeah. but I I don't think I'm just that, saying, are, are uh, college fans that much more extreme? Even if they know the play, all the players are getting paid that much more extreme than NFL fans. Well, also though, NFL players are already um more wealthy right like like yeah. like they already have know. more money so it me means less to them that's that's the great hey, uh, with some th of these college kids are paying some of this are some of the college quarterbacks this year were getting paid more than our boy in in, in philadelphia i mean like, yeah no 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 certainly yeah. certainly
I, yeah. I guess I just mean that like in terms of investment, how much would it take you to have to pay Odell Beckham to make him give a damn versus just paying a kid out of high school to come to your school? Like it, it, it feels like the money is way less. And, 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 and uh, so I, I don't know that I buy that there's somehow more emotional buy-in on college the NFL because I think it's regional. I think in the Northeast, they treat the NFL like college. I think in the Southeast, we, you know, we, we, we treat college like the NFL. Um, so, so I think that just kind of, it, it's just that the, the, the new market of college is such that money can be much more. I just don't effective. think it would change anything. It wouldn't change anything. You, you adding well, this collective it? bargaining, you, you, the, the kids getting paid oh, yeah. TV revenue. It wouldn't so change anything. So don't do anything. it then. So, so don't, I yeah, mean, they, they probably change. still, they probably still need TV revenue eventually. You because would still have the, the same headache. Works. You would still have the same headache that we're doing right now. There is just so much going on behind the scenes. Uh, finagling, promising, uh, come to our university, you get this. Trust me, like these kids, like I, I know kids that are getting paid thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars, and it's still in their minds not enough. And I'm like, dude, like I didn't get shit, shit. And yeah, but also you have a company 30, where you 40? are benefiting off of these kids getting paid. Yes, well, right? No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm just so, saying though, like. Nothing is well, the the what I'm trying to get at T is like nothing is enough for these kids. They will always want more. So them saying, "Oh, awesome! I get fifty thousand dollars a year from from Disney uh, because I'm a part of the Georgia Bulldogs," that ain't gonna cut it. They're still gonna want to go to a place where you know X Collective is gonna guarantee me you know six figures. Yeah. So you know what? I don't you think it's gonna nothing, slow down. Nothing is enough for human beings, Aaron. Nothing. How That's do you make? True. How do you make true. your decisions for it's your professional true. life? Because I know how I make them. Every oh, yeah. contract negotiation into uh, the bottom line, I say it. I just want to make more money. That's it. Now and now and granted, look, there's a little nuance there. But at the end of the day, if Tuscaloosa Radio wanted to pay me 500k to go to Alabama Radio. I would have a houndstooth fedora on 10 minutes later, okay? Mm -hmm. I would be yelling at you about how Nick Saban did not take a shot at NATO. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. It's ridiculous. You would love so, it, too. So, no, like, like, like Dara Sr. says, that's the American way. Like, like, everybody wants to make more money. I guess my problem is with Swarbrick and Jenkins, do they want to ruin college football? So they want to, they want to shift all that money into the minor leagues and have all the best players go play in the XFL, XFL. And, 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 yeah. But, okay, but then, but then, what are we left with? Okay, I don't want to watch XFL quality football with an LSU Tiger helmet on. Hell no, I want the best. I want to watch Joe Burrow huh? throwing to Justin fucking Jefferson because that's tight. Was the product better? The question is, was the product better or worse this past season? I think the product was better. Like as yeah. long as it, to me, as long as it doesn't bleed into bad performances where fans aren't enjoying watching it besides obviously the national championship which was horrendous but we got really we had a really good year and i think the next year i mean you and i talked about it yesterday so make sure you watch the show we talk about the sec lot next year or this upcoming season it's 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 no idea who's going to be good who's going to be bad besides georgia yeah. and maybe lsu yeah. like it is going to be wide open it's going to be exciting it's going to be wins and losses and upsets left and right like i think honestly college football right now is in a really good spot i yeah, thought I thought, I honestly, I, I thought when this whole collective thing started, it would be the rich getting richer. Like Nick Saban said, fine, if you guys want to get kids paid, just watch what we'll do. I do think there's been a sense of almost money ball aspect where there has been some really savvy coaches that have, have 
of, of say, hey, okay, maybe we don't have the hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars to to you know throw at players, but we kind of know where we are deficient at. We're going to focus on that, hmm. keep our core guys happy somehow, and then bring them in and be you know we don't have, we don't need to be the New York Yankees. We could be the Tampa Bay Devil Rays and still make the playoffs, and that's all that's we need to do. I I I I'm still not a hundred percent sure if I'm if if I'm there in terms of how I see this all playing out, but I do think that there's enough major powers to keep it interesting, yes. right? Like it's yes. not too exclusive of a club where it's going to be so hyper concentrated because there are only so many yes. roster spots and there's a ton of talented players. So it like naturally a ton of players has to spread out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it like there's naturally has to spread out a bit but um no but but look i agree i I like where we're at with 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 college football and um i think it's only going to get better in terms of just a pure product in 2024 and yes it is not what it was in world war ii when these kids were playing football because they loved it and then they were going to go be uh electricians or uh you know salesmen or or whatever it is um uh, but but that's okay because again this is I I just don't know why the NCAA thinks that they can and should be codified by congressional law to go against the American way, which is capitalism or the and idea like, that Congress is the it, it is a abject punting of responsibilities to be like, oh let's have the mis- most dysfunctional body yes. in the country that no one likes or agrees with let's have them fix it so well it makes sense it's 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 so wild too because um oh crap i kind of forgot uh, i think i forgot what i was gonna say uh but no brum you 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 raise an excellent point right like oh oh this you know what's really crazy to look back on boys aaron i don't know how close you followed i followed it very closely because will wade was so heavily involved but what in the world was the fbi doing enforcing ncaa rules like in all these corruption cases and everything like 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 what law is actually being broken if you're paying a kid to sh- sign with your shoe company like ncaa rules are not law why was the fbi wasting time with this why was congress like it's it's it just feels more and more absurd as time um goes on so i don't know man i i i feel a little annoyed because i feel like this is a conversation that we've already had so much and i thought we were past this but it's just insane to me that s- smart people like Swarbrick and Jenkins would get out there in the New York Times and and put opinions like this like this out there. It's, it's uh, so it's, good. Again, it, it's behind a damn paywall. It's behind a damn uh, paywall. I mean, it's unbelievable. <laughs> well, look, I don't mind paywalls. Okay, America, capitalism. Everybody should be paid yeah. for their work. That's kind of the fucking point, right? Yeah. Like football players, mm-hmm. basketball players should be paid. For their work, what the market is willing to pay them. The New York Times is good enough where people pay for it. The Athletic, I love paying for The Athletic. I go on The Athletic every day for this job, and I'm always impressed with what these writers come up to. Like, If you want to learn anything about a team, go find the local beat writer on The Athletic. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, Aaron, Aaron just wants freebies. I agree, bro. Aaron, Aaron just wants freebies, dude. He wants all, like, journalists aren't people. That, that's what you want. Jur- you're the Jack Swarbuck of journalism. You want to go back to the time when you could get these internet articles for free, okay? Before these damn paywalls and advertisements. Mm. Uh, no, man. 
Um, it's just crazy, but it ain't going to change. There, there's the bottom oh, line is there's it. no putting it back in the box, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't want it. Uh, Bob Rutherford says you would look good in the hound suit fedora. RTR, get the hell out of here, Bob. I like your name, but I don't even want to think about ever having houndstooth touch my body. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, Speaking of houndstooth. Oh, God. The opposite. What you're looking at here is DJ Fuker on get into WWE trail. Okay, so that is actually what I was thinking, right? Like a good body does not mean that you're guaranteed to be good at football, right? No. But this man. I would I would ca- I would get into acting if I was him like like yep. you said WWE like it's just such a physically impressive human being from just the eye test that he can make a career simply out of his body. Now I don't think he yep. wants to be a bodyguard. He could probably be above that but like go do a bodyguard. By the way, that guy you just looked at weighs 330 pounds. Three hundred and th- hit it yeah, again, bro. Just you can get do it into WWE. Yeah. Find a way to get a personality. Take a couple acting classes and just go the Rock route. I mean, my good. For example, the Rock couldn't cut in football. Smart man. I mean, my goodness, bro. Bill Goldberg was a practice squad player for the Falcons. Georgia Bulldog yeah. as well. Yeah, Bill Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, that man right there is six five three thirty. Um. And 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 also uh, attempting to make an NFL comeback, a la uh, Cam Newton, who I, I, I. So what's crazy though is he played at like the three forty mark, so yeah. he really didn't necessarily cut that much weight. He just made all that fat into muscle. Yeah, he just toned up. Yeah, he, he, he at thirty was he probably 32, 33? He lost the baby fat finally. Andy J says, uh, dude has Aaron Murray as arms. <laughs> He's got one Aaron Murray here, one Aaron Murray here, dude. A full human being I has mean, an arm. That is, break that is my true. fucking back in half. He'd break uh, you in half. He'd lift your big ass up and break you. Uh, yes, dude. I, I'm, I have no shame. I would probably piss down my leg. If that man was running <laughs> after me, like I would run, I would not stand to fight. I would run the opposite direction as hard as I could. I would start yelling for help. I would, I would, I would, I would beg when he finally was standing over me, I would curl up in the fetal position and beg him not to hit me and say, please, yeah. please, please, please don't DJ Fluker. how do we even arrive here? I've never even met you before. Uh, Andy J, if they remake Friday, that's your Devo. Exactly. Get into acting. Oh. You, you could, you could do anything. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Another great week here on Snaps. Uh, Aaron, what you got coming up this weekend? Just uh, dreaming about my balls getting snipped. That's about it. Last weekend it. of uh, fertility. So get in while I can, I guess. Yeah, dude. Or don't get it Last. in. Why, why risk it at this point? <laughs> We're at the finish line. Yeah, why get, risk yeah, it, yeah, I, I guess? It. I think that's more may, like why fuck up now. Maybe just do a little self-stimulation and look longingly at the results and then say goodbye. Um, <laughs> just just say, oh, guys, we've had a hell yeah, of a as run. You, as you have to wait another two more months. Sorry, T. A hell of a run months. together, haven't we? I Did know, you make the I call? Did you, you get any Mondays open? 
No, I so I told my wife, I was like, I'm gonna see if I can get in earlier. And she gave me a hard no. Cause she said she still has to process that we're moving on from because I don't think she wants three? another kid. You're three. But no, 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 no. I don't think I don't it's not from wanting another kid, but like it is, it is kind of odd that it is a it is a very clear dividing line in we are getting older, right? Like when you know you are no longer going to have a child, you are officially into a different phase of your life. But as Crystal told me today, Pluto entered Aquarius. We're all about to enter new phases of our life. And so it's perfect that we're getting vasectomies, Aaron. The, uh, the astrological gods applaud us for timing up our vasectomies with Pluto entering Aquarius. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Whatever that means. Um, I'm into it. Love you, and chat. if Pluto okay, entered, entered Aquarius, I, hopefully it got a vasectomy, so it uh, didn't make another kid. Well, yeah, Pluto exactly. can't make kids. It's no longer a planet. We we already uh, oh, yeah. we, we gave Pluto vasectomy. Science did like I don't know how long's it been 10, 15 years. It's now a planetoid or something like that. Uh, Blake Walter. So do we get a special episode of Snips when it happens? Yes, as Aaron said, Snaps is about to come snipped here in a little yep. bit uh we're, we're uh, going straight from monday snaps to you know monday snips mm, 30 minutes after mm, the show mm, 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 mm. Mm. and then and then i'm guessing you'll probably have to take off tuesday so we'll no. get you on i mean oh, i really wow i mean i can't do anything i have to just sit here so like I mean, oh, might as true. well do the damn show i mean i Hell really yeah, just have dude. to sit for three days with a bag of ice. balls to take straight up yeah <laughs> I'm gonna have some. Hey, I'm gonna have some weak ass takes on Tuesday. Very, very <laughs> down the middle. Aaron no, comes no in juice, like, no balls. He's got like a high voice, yeah. and he's like, "I don't know. I think everybody's <laughs> gonna be good next year. I, yeah. I don't like being negative. I, I, I think. I, look, think, I think all George three Georgia Cooper. quarterbacks should get opportunity to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, uh, all right. Uh, wow, Darius Senior says, "Lucky, I just had another one after 18 years." Darius, you're a freaking madman, oh. dude. I cannot oh. fathom 18 years in between children. All of a sudden, oh. you're changing diapers again and whatnot. Uh, that's that's just crazy. Uh, Frothy Tavern. Ooh, what a name, Frothy Tavern. T-Bob's a hard hat, lunch pail, meat and potatoes kind of guy. Yep, everybody's always said that about me. I'm a take your hard hat to work kind of guy. It's why I do sports talk radio. There's not a more physically demanding job than sports mm. talk radio. Um, Amen. Look, we love y'all. Uh, we hope that you love the show. Um, if you do, ways you can help, like this video stream. Uh, you can certainly tell your friends and family about Snaps if you think they'd be into it or they're into college football. Um, uh, again, rating and reviewing on the iTunes and Spotify store goes a very long way towards helping to spread it. Uh, if you sign up for FanDuel, use the promo code Snaps. You'll get great deals. And it shows FanDuel that people like the show and support the show. And so um, just a few ways in which you can help out the fellas and because uh, we love doing it, man. And we love hanging out with you every week. I'm sad that we're not going to see you till Monday, but we will see you on Monday. Yeah. We're not off next week. We're going to communicate this clearly. So um, huge thank you to Paul Farron and Pat Gunner, Ryan Brumley, Danny Cardenas, Adam Gracia. And a thank you to all of y'all, Andy, J, Avo, Greg, Blake, Darius, Light Dog, Frothy Tavern, uh, Thomas, uh, just everybody, Keaton, who's here with us every day, all the SEC fans, all of the Big Ten fans. We love you all. I hope you have a very blessed and fun weekend. And uh, we'll see you on Monday on Snaps. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.